0: Star Wars 7 my 7 episode 2917. Yesterday we did the non-spoiler review for Shadow of the Sith by Adam Christopher. We're going to do another non-spoiler review of Shadow of the Sith, but this time for the audiobook version, which is a beast. Punch it! <laughs> Hey Rebel Razor, I'm Alan Voivoda, and this is Star Wars 7x7, your daily dose of Star Wars joy, and thank you so much for joining me for it. So just to give you the brief recap, Shadow of the Sith is an essential novel that takes place in between the events of the original trilogy and the sequel trilogy. When you look at the timeline, so Del Rey posts a helpful timeline for its novels, you know, when everything takes place in line with the movies and whatnot. This novel takes place after Return of the Jedi, but before The Force Awakens, and yet, and yet the events of the story really feel like they're more related to well let me put it this way like when I looked at the timeline I actually looked in between The Last Jedi and The Rise of Skywalker, because as we talked about yesterday, it feels like it should have been a Journey to the Rise of Skywalker novel for all intents and purposes, even though it doesn't take place right in that you know one-year time frame between The Last Jedi and The Rise of Skywalker. The only two novels that take place there are Resistance Reborn by Rebecca Roanhorse and the uh, Black Spire novel by Delilah Dawson. And there's actually an opening crawl for it, which, you know, I mean, considering the scope of this book makes sense. It says, it's a time of peace as the ashes of the evil galactic republic cool the new republic works to establish a new era of freedom and cooperation, while Jedi Master Luke Skywalker, in all caps like a good opening crawl would have it, trains the next generation of younglings at his temple, but there is a dark shadow growing in the force, as former Rebel Alliance General Lando Calrissian also all caps, continues his search for his kidnapped daughter, cultists from the hidden world of Exegol also capped, work to enact plans a generation in the making. Meanwhile, in the depths of wild space, a terrified young family makes a desperate journey, fleeing agents of an evil presence the galaxy has long thought dead. And if that opening doesn't get you excited, then it must only be because of my delivery of it. Because I don't know how you don't get excited by that. Anyway, so this particular book is 465 pages for the hardcover book, which is just a hair longer than Victory's Price by Alexander Fried. I think that up to you know this point had been the longest novel in the new canon at 460 pages, but the audiobook version of it is fully an hour longer it's 17 hours and change and that's yeah compared to the 16 of victory's price which i do think makes it the longest audiobook in the new canon this is a major Situation to work through. But I don't mean to make it sound like work because it's actually a very fascinating listen. And it also features a new narrator for the first time in Star Wars. So William Demerit is the guy who is doing the narration of this novel. He has a couple of dozen titles under his belt with Penguin Random House Audio. And by the way, thank you to Penguin Random House Audio for sharing a copy of this with me to check out. So William is a welcome addition to the Penguin Random House Audio fold. For Star Wars storytelling. I would say his style is probably closer to uh, Jonathan Davis than a Mark Thompson. So maybe there's not that great a difference between characters that's more of a nuanced difference between characters per se. That being said, when you've got Lando and you've got Luke as part of your cast, you know, you walk in hoping that you're going to hear something of their voices in there, even though, you know, obviously that's you know somewhat impossible unless you're dealing with audio doubles for these characters. But William does a great job with both Lando and Luke. I really liked the way that he you know, portrayed their characterizations. And that's sort of the second difficult challenge, if you will. I mean, you've got Adam Christopher writing a novel and having to get the characterizations of Luke and Lando right to the degree that when we read it, we can hear Luke and Lando in our heads and feel like the characters are authentic. Then it comes to the performance of it with William DeMeritt and it's the same thing. So it's like adding that additional dimension to the performance and still being able to say that it works and it feels like Lando, it feels like Luke. something else about Williams' performance that I really enjoyed, and I don't think I've looked at narration performance so much in this particular way previously, but you know, when I've done audiobook reviews before, I've either you know, listened to the audiobook separately by itself, or in some cases, I had read the novel and then listened to the audiobook afterwards. This time, in addition to listening to the audiobook by itself, I also actually listened to the audiobook while I was reading along in certain sections of the thing. And I guess the way I would put this is that it reads like Williams narration puts more exclamation points into the storytelling like if you had been listening to you know Williams narration in places and thought to try to transcribe it you probably would have put more exclamation points in than actually appear in the novel and I actually like this I feel like it gives you know more emphasis and more weight to some of the dialogue that's happening that's necessarily in the novel you know I'm Guess I'm in a moment where I could say, well, you know, then that makes, you know, maybe the novel read a little bit differently, but I like both presentations, honestly. Like, for example, there's a moment midway through where Lando and Luke are on the Lady Luck and they're trying to track where Dathan and Miramir have gotten to in another ship, and Lando's saying, hold on, hold on, while he's looking at something. And, you know, I'm being purposely a little vague, but like the hold on, hold on is delivered with Pierre In the book, but the way that William Demerit narrates it, it's hold on, hold on, like it's you know more exclamatory by comparison, and yeah, both experiences, both the reading and the listening, feel authentic, and so I, I liked that. William was able to find his own particular way of looking at things for this book and the way that he delivered some of that dialogue and delivered it in sort of a different way from what's presented on the page. Like, I really enjoyed the way he did it. And the other thing that was particularly striking about this audiobook presentation is the tension in it. So the production done by Penguin Random House Audio, like the background noise, like the atmosphere and the music for it, you really have a palpable sense of tension throughout the storytelling, whether it's quiet moments or whether it's action-oriented moments, whether it's taking place with our heroic characters or if it's taking place in some of the scenes on Exegol, for example. The tension is a constant situation throughout. There's something about the... I guess atmosphere is probably the word I'm supposed to be using I think but just the audio atmosphere that is set by the Penguin Random House audio people on this one is just you know really kind of spine tingling it's as if that dark shadow growing in the forest that I mentioned that's part of that opening crawl of the book it's as if it's a constant presence throughout the novel and that it swells and recedes at different points but it is still just right underneath the surface the whole time and for what it's worth I got my review copy of the novel before I got my review copy of the audio situation and as I made my way through the novel I was thinking to myself you know this feels so essential that I hope the audiobook will live up to it and it does so and it is its own performance and situation entirely and can kind of stand apart in its own way and I'm really thrilled about it and if that sounds like something you want to check out. I should tell you that I can get you a free version of it because of the deal that the podcast has with Audible. If you're not yet an Audible member, you can go to audibletrial.com slash SW7X7 and get a free download and a free 30-day trial for Audible, which is pretty darn cool. And it can be for Shadow of the Sith or any other Star Wars book or heck, any other non-Star Wars book if you really want to go that route. But if you are interested in checking out Shadow of the Sith on audio and you are not yet an Audible member. Just go to audibletrial.com SW7X7 and you'll be able to pick it up there. Alright, so to sum up, William DeMeritt, new voice in Star Wars audiobook narration and a welcome addition. I hope to hear more from him in the future. A more nuanced presentation of the voices, not too much differentiation between them and handles Luke and Lando tremendously well and a production that gives you an atmosphere of tension throughout very compelling stuff well done all around and so that is my non-spoiler review of the audiobook version of Shadow of the Sith and that is going to do it for this episode of the show it just remains for me to say thank you so much for joining me for it as always and may the force be with you wherever in the world you may be